upon a time, there were three little pigs who went out into the big world to build their homes and seek their fortunes. You're listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. This is episode 33. And a third. The Stone Cold episode. <laughs> that was perfect. He likes to. Okay. Today's episode. Today's episode, we will be talking about stuff. <laughs> what kind of stuff? Well, army stuff. <laughs> I started work on my first audiobook. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. That is very exciting. Yes. Is it like. Uh... Well, tell us I went to the whiskey the fest as well. It's the Mark Show, starring Mark. It's all about Mark this week and every week. Hmm. It's about time that Ben and Dan caught on. About time. It used to be the Ben Show, and now Mark's taking over. He's feeling well, his Wheaties. I'm very interesting lately. <laughs> so, so is that mold growing on the side of the bunker? But you know, well, that's, that's mold. <laughs> So, so you did a I lot got, of cool things. So you got the book thing, you yeah. got the whiskey thing. Yep. Um, you know, it is June, the end of the school year. So yep. to celebrate another fine year of education, we're going to have Ben read to the children. And Ben's going to do his best and maybe audition for an audiobook gig. Who knows? That's right. Mm. This could lead to big things for Ben in the yes. voiceover industry. Ben has the sweet voice. I do. Um, <laughs> it's a little nasally though but he gets it from his mom <laughs> it's a lot nasally so this song is piggy pie old school by who ben the insane clown posse icp, ICP. okay it's FBI's a throwback. most wanted <laughs> in honor of icp we're drinking fago tonight <laughs> if you've never seen them in concert ben. they break open so many bottles of Fago or whatever they have, and they just pour it all over the crowd. Nice. It's intense. It's almost as good as Guar. Oh, Guar is awesome, too. I've been uh, hit by alien jizz at a Guar show. Dude, that was some Mexican in the backseat of your car. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the car? No, this is Guar. Guar? Not the car? <laughs> I interviewed, I once interviewed Pustulus yes, from Guar. Ben popped the pussy growth on his fucking Now, was he in full costume, but not the head? Or no, he was just in regular, he was in regular clothes. In fact, he and I were wearing the same shirt, and we laughed because we both got it from, like, Big and Tall. From the Big and Tall shop. <laughs> but no, it was... I mean, he was in character because it was only an audio interview, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a show. Right now, we're all dressed up pretty good, but right. why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's, we're all wearing It's like tuxedos. something late o'clock at night. <laughs> late o'clock? Yeah, late o'clock, Ben. We can't tell anybody what time zone we're in. It's late o'clock midnight. Around there. <laughs> and just so you know, my voice is a little messed up because I was sick. I caught a bug. Dan had monkey pox. I had monkey pox. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm sucking too many bananas. <laughs> I'm Ben. Anyway, he got monkey pox from monkey cocks. <laughs> you two baboons with your asses showing your little red flary fluffs. Fucking douche nozzles. Anyway, yeah, so I've recuperated miraculously. <sighs> About with the Rona. Hello. Mm-hmm. The second. Is it what variation is it now? Is it like 
you know, third or fourth. I think it's BA two. Maybe it's five point eight. It's BA two or a little bit operating past the BA system. Holy shit! So it caught me by surprise. We had a, a couple of adventures lately. Went to the city. Um, my wife's a big country music fan, and we went to see Eric Church. <laughs> so how was the show, Dan? Well, great for the To church, <laughs> no one cares about your Eric Church concert. I don't, did we? Because thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even watch the goddamn thing. We gave up. Why? What mean? happened? Well, we left, and the Long Island Railroad, our connection just didn't happen. The expressway was closed over by Ben's exit because there was a car accident. A seventeen-year-old. Mm crashed into another 17-year-old. So traffic was backed up for 45 minutes, so we missed our first train. We get into the city late. All these hillbilly bumpkin country music fans go in. They start hitting all the local bars and pubs, and now we don't have anywhere to eat. Mm. So we bounce from place to place to place, couldn't get anywhere. Finally, we get this one place on the outskirts of fucking civilization, a shithole bar. Now you're at Madison Square Garden? Yes, we're in Manhattan. So he played the whole garden, not like the theater no, inside. The whole, well, only a third of the garden, Ben, because he refused the other two two thirds. But really? yeah, he sold out the garden, dude. Oh my god, that's how big he is, dude. Country music is fucking huge. I don't know why, and I'm not a big fan, but it is what it is. So okay. anyway, wow, we go there, Impressive. and uh, what a fucking lobotomy. We go into this uh, pub, order a burger and, and wings. The wings come out, and it's like a piece of bone and it's cold. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it, it seems as though they just took a plate, threw new wings on it, and there was an old plate and they just brought it out. So we sent it back. And then I'm talking to the manager. The manager's a douche. He's telling me it's a natural product. It happens. I go, the bone doesn't get picked clean like that, you fucking badger. Stupid fuck. So that was another, you know, uh, aggravating moment. We go into the venue. We got the cheap seat tickets, a twenty dollar deal. Of course, yeah. So because you know Eric Church, who gives a shit. We're at the second Your to wife last. Gives a shit. The mm-hmm. second to last row from the top, dude. Way to treat the only woman who loves you. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so uh, we're hanging out. All of a sudden, a crowd of like twenty year olds come up. They're drunk and stupid, and they're going to be sitting right next to us in our row. And I was like. Oh, this sucks because they're already obnoxious. And this dickhead was supposed to go on at 8 o'clock. It's 8.40. Where the fuck is this guy? You know, and then Lisa finally got frustrated and pissed off. And we both looked at each other and let's go. Okay. So after that, we vowed we're not going to Madison Square Garden for any shows unless we stay overnight. It's just a lot of shit. You know, we live out in the sticks in the bunker area. It's a long ride for you guys. And it just fucking was a miserable experience. But I think that's where I caught the Rona. Oh, okay. So that's... that's. Mm. Be careful when you're traveling in the city, folks. It, it's just... Ugh, what a fucking mess. Anyway, so that was the uh, adventure that caused me to get sick. Okay. And here we are. We're all back. Everybody's better. 
you know, Ben had it recently and he was a champ, went right through it, no problem. Mark has it every other week. He eats it for breakfast. I think Mark is patient zero. Yeah. I but eat Corona like it's Tic Tacs. <laughs> Corona and milk in the morning breakfast. But yeah, cereal. I have a couple of shows coming up, but one of my favorite shows at Madison Square Garden. Oh, God! <laughs> Justin no. Bieber. No. Yes. No. Justin Bieber. No. Yes. <laughs> and I sat in a row because we had to get. It was ridiculous getting seats. So we had to have like three or four people calling at the same time to try to get seats. So we were going through American Express to get them uh, to get them to buy our tickets for us or whatever. So I finally go, right. And I have my own seat by myself. Devin and Alyssa are in the pair by themselves. Lisa and her daughter are in a pair and Kristen and Dana are another. So I'm sitting in a row with a whole bunch of little girls. So I sit in the middle and as soon as I sat down, all the girls got up and they went to sit on their parents' laps. And I was sitting in a row all by myself. You went to and sit I on your parents' like, lap? I was such like a creep. I'm like, oh my God. Well, you I got that right. You are here. a creepy fuck. It's like kids and dogs know. Yeah. <laughs> they stay away from Ben. They growl at him. That's the kids. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> you didn't hear the little girls telling their parents, I feel scared. That big, overwhelmingly no, obnoxiously I tall guy. Face, they're just like looking at me, like, "What is he doing here, Daddy?" And uh... Dad, he looks like a stranger. <laughs> or Yasser Arafat, one of those two. Stranger danger. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so Daddy, anyway, he looks like one of the architects of the 9/11 attacks. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only surviving hijacker. <laughs> His face hit the side of the building. <laughs> And he survived. Are there any good concerts coming up now? It um, is summertime after all. Dude, I got Collective Soul coming up in August. But we said I good got concerts. The Genesis, uh, the musical box, doing uh, The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway oh my in the God. city. Yeah. I got, well, I got John Mulaney in concert at Madison Square Garden. That looks going to be really good. That I, looks going to be really good. That Kend- looks going to be really good. Kendrick's going to be really good. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar at the UBS Theater. All right, shut the fuck up. Man. Anyway, Holy Dan, shit. do you have we any got, good concerts coming well, up? Well, I picked up some tickets for us to go see Alice in Chains. Hmm, the Nosebleeds in a different yeah, building? At Jones Beach. Jones Beach. Which oh. I'm more than happy to go to. And we're, we're going to be on Cedar Beach. We're going to have seats on Cedar <laughs> Beach. I, I think you're going to be on Gilgo Beach. You keep fucking going that way, bitch. Mark's head is at Gilgo Beach. The rest of his body is on Cedar Beach. Oh, that's the way Dan seems to buy tickets. Yeah. Dude, did you pay for him? Fuck off. I did. You I'm didn't. not sure you even paid for him. I did, you fucking mongrel. Anyway. Were you at the show? No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we just we're saw at Jones Beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? And we're like, Mark's like, hey, man. I got VIP tickets for this show. I forgot what show it was. Was it Def Leppard and Devin Kiss? and I and a couple of people were like two rows from the back if we're not on the back yeah, row I think that in was Jones that. Beach. And all of a sudden we see Mark like two rows in front of us. I'm like, dude, 
What do you mean you got VIP VIP tickets? He goes, compared to where you're sitting, these are fucking VIP. Oh yeah, that was uh, Kiss and Def Leppard. Was it? And Def Leppard was god awful, fucking uh, terrible. They just put out a new album. Why? They yes, shouldn't they have did. They well, shouldn't have done it. No, nah, it was it was a tough listen. Dude. Listen, you know what? Not for nothing. If you're a band like Def Leppard that's been around for as long as they have been, don't mm-hmm. put in any new new music. You know, yeah. you're still getting people to come to your shows. Don't put in any new music. You think? Just, just ride, yeah. you know, ride, ride the coattails of, of your own success or whatever. Yeah. Rest on your laurels. Or don't do what Primus did. Play somebody else's mm, fucking exactly. music and, and make a killing. How was that show, Dan? That was actually pretty good, except the funny part was they opened up with a bunch of their own songs, which were, they sounded great. They were really good. They decided to do um, a Rush album, Tribute to Kings, which was a farewell to Kings. And they played the entire album from beginning to end. And the funny part is the music was pretty much spot on. They were really good, but vocally it was a bit lacking and he was saying Les Claypool goes well I'm not fucking Getty Lee and I'm sure that if we weren't playing Rush you fuckers wouldn't be here and everybody's <laughs> laughing you know nothing like they come out on stage and agree with Primus sucks Primus sucks that's their fans that's the that's their thing anyway so his voice wasn't up to par for that range but nobody's is it's such a squirrely type screechy absolutely but they did a really good job it was very entertaining and it was surprising to see that such a, a fan base, not for Primus, but for Rush, and they'll take that music live any way they can get it. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a Rush tribute band, good luck, you'll sell out just because these old farts are dying to listen to that music. And, you know, it, it's a market that's wide open because they love the music and they'll go see anybody play it live. They do. Rush does have a huge fan base and following that are, are loyal, mm-hmm. even after all these years. Yeah. You know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. In fact, I was just I was working with my bands tonight mm-hmm. and one of the kids was playing like a couple of Rush songs on the drums. He was just noodling around. And I, I said, fucking stop it. I didn't say fucking stop it. I said, stop it. <laughs> They're like 13 years old. I'm like, stop it. Why? He's like, stop why? Them? Because I said, because you're bringing back horrible memories for me. Uh, and why is and that he's so like, horrible? what do you mean? I said, well, because I grew up listening to Rush. I grew up playing Rush. I said, but I've kind of moved on from Rush. I don't really listen to them anymore. You know, it was great at the time. It's not my thing anymore. Uh, and I said, and now you're just bringing back horrible memories of my childhood. Wow, man. And they laughed. And did he go, <laughs> oh, we're sorry, Mark. Well, I told him, I said, you can, you know, that's fine. You can love Rush. I did when I was coming up. I said, I've just personally made a decision to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, leave it in the past. Well. I still love them. All-time favorite band. Always will be. And that's, you know, my preference. And that's it. Yeah, no, I love Hemispheres. Mm. You know, I love a lot of their music. I love the earlier stuff. Looking back on it now, it, it was just so fucking insane, these guys, what they did. And you have to understand, this music was recorded in the 70s. Right. And yeah. all the Yeah, I mean. And Hemispheres, like you were saying. Yeah. Oh, man. Great, great stuff. But a lot of they, great ideas, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of just great music. Yeah. I mean, we can have a show just on that, and we're not going to do that now. But anyway, so it was we good sure to see. We sure as fuck are not no. going oh, to do stop that. Right stop it. Stop it. Wait, are we going to open this yeah. up? So finishing up with Primus, it was great to be in the crowd. And that was the Sunday after the Friday Eric Church debacle. Okay. So I could have caught the COVID there, too. True. Because Suffolk County, man, it's been mm-hmm. nuts. So... Anyway. Well, 
that I was saw the last Primus. Show. I saw Primus at the same venue uh-huh. uh, back when they did the Willy Wonka oh. album, which I liked. I mean, I liked the album. I liked the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I liked how they executed it, and they did it live, and it was really fun. And at the end of the show, they showed video of the Oompa Loompas getting off the train in Huntington <laughs> and going to all the Huntington landmarks and going into the stores and oh things like God, that. Oh, my God. That's funny as hell. So that, that really popped the crowd. That was fun. Now, I saw Primus, I want to say a giant stadium. Uh, I, I, not the new one. What was it prior? Before MetLife. It was Before giant MetLife, stadium. It was just yeah. called Giant Stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the love nest for Ben and Matt. And something about... <laughs> that huge venue his style of bass playing just didn't come across you could mm. barely hear it you know he's doing all the popping and hammering on and all that and it just didn't come over and it was just it wasn't a good experience i was just like oh uh. and, and they're phenomenal musicians but it just didn't sound good i feel like i saw metallica at giant stadium i feel like mm-hmm. i saw limp biscuit at giant stadium oh limp biscuit i saw them at the paramount great show man i've seen primus three different occasions First one was opening up for Rush on the Roll the Bones tour. Then I saw him on the Horde Fest or something. Or mm-hmm. Neil Young, Beck, and Primus. What a weird line. Mm. But it was a really fucking good show. Beck, amazing. I couldn't believe how good he was live. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, this is Mark Z drums, folks. This is one of his students. Invest in your future greatness. That's right. What's, I what's saw again, Primus. please? What was that, Mark? Invest in your future greatness. Nobody cares. Where can I do that? Shut up, Ben. I saw Primus mm-hmm. at the Brooklyn Navy Yard outdoor concert. Uh-huh. And if you turn around, you're watching the show. If you turn around, you see the skyline. It's fucking beautiful. Perfect night. It was amazing. This was years ago, but it was a really fun, good show. That's cool. Ben, we're, we went to the uh, stadium in Queens. And you see the city skyline behind you when we went to see Flight of the Concords. Yeah, that was that the Forest was really, Hills. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I have a Coheed and Cambria show coming up there this summer. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Are you going? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, well, a lot of really great cool. venues in around the city. Is I'm going to go there. I, I'm not sure yet if I'm going to drop off Devon really early, but I know I'm going to go because it's close to where I grew up. And I had to start documenting all the things I did growing up where my mom beat the crap out of me, where I crashed here, where I pooped myself, all this stuff. I'm going to videotape it, go through all these stories because I need to document it because, you know, within a few years, who knows where you're going to be dead. I will be dead. (laughs) He'll probably outlive everybody. Nah, I don't think so. I think Boston outlive all of us. I think he's the first one to go. I'm not sure At the about hand of that. Ben I mean, there's a, wait, 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 wait. Did you get your your cockatoo stick? What was that? The, cockatoo? The, my cockatoo? <laughs> you know, oh, no, that? you're a color guard. Color guard. Cockatoo stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ben's fixated on a cockatoo. I don't know. He can't make up his mind. <laughs> Should I have one or both? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm clean. I have no colon cancer. After oh, that nice. dump, man, you're clean for a few months. Wow. <laughs> they actually did. They complimented me on the they, results. You got the award for biggest dump. Yeah. Oh, they said oh, it was being a, the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> Next time he's, he's like, I'm not going to do the catch and release. I'm just going to trap the No, crap, they said you sent us trap, an you know? incredible sample. We've never seen a sample this beautiful before. 
Mark's so, Big Brown Load. Here's to, my, here's to my sample. Here's to Mark's Big Brown Sample. We have busted open. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull IPA. Yes, a little shout out. I was drinking some Paps Blue Ribbon for mm -hmm. Ashley from the Cohesion Now, who's Ashley base. and why are you drinking it for? Because she's a huge... Paps Blue Ribbon. PBR. I thought there was something tragic that happened. tonight before everything. I thought there was something tragic that happened and you were acknowledging her existence. But no. I'm glad it's nothing bad. No. Great artist. You What's her name again? Ashley. Hey, and she Ashley. changed her last name legally to Lebowski. Like she's the big Lebowski. The big Lebowski. So Ashley. I like to call her awesome. Ashley Slashley. <laughs> well, we, we got the new Funko Ash, Slashy, Ashy, Slashy, oh. Slash. Nice. And you should She's look at some of her artwork too. So anyway, yeah, Ashley, definitely check it out. This one's for you. This one's for you, Ashley. So I started out with a Narragansett, famous for appearing in Jaws. Hmm. Dan started out with a Heineken. A Heineken. Come to think of it, I did have a Heineken. Hey. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Come to think of it, I'll have a, a Heineken. Heineken. Why? Advertising. So that was the time. primer. What then? Wow. When the I, I, what do you call? Okay, that? shut up. Ben. <laughs> anyway, so this is from the no, El Segundo no, Brewing you Company. To, you have to forgive us though, the because opening, we're rusty. We've missed a few weeks. Yeah. The can opener top of thing. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't the line tab? up with the actual the tab. Doesn't line up with the actual opening. So when you're drinking, you're drinking it sideways. Is it? Is it supposed to be that way to show the advertisement, or is it supposed to open that's towards probably, you? That's probably that's probably what it is. Because this one is sideways. Ooh. Wow. And you're yeah. drinking it, so maybe someone. Oh yeah, that, that, so that's, hey, really that's a very interesting can. Why? Good what marketing. big cans you have? Yeah. Also, mm. if you notice, look Ben's at the mouth. Cans. Look at the mouth. The mouth of mouth? the of the beer that's can. Right. That's a big mouth. It is right. Why do you Put think that lipstick is? on it? So, because uh, guys get horny on Friday. No, before the flow out. For it to flow out, but why? So that so it doesn't give you more head. head. Okay. So if you know about Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm -hmm. he used to crack beers in the wrestling ring. Oh, I didn't uh, know, right? He used to crack beers in the wrestling ring and drink them two at a time, just oh, pour really? them into his mouth. That was his thing. So I'm sure he designed this can with a giant mouth on it so the beer would flow even faster ah, yeah. and look even better in the wrestling ring. Okay, so let's describe this bad boy. And the last, the last WrestleMania, he made his appearance, and he was drinking his own Broken Skull IPA, and he kept motioning to the guy outside to throw the beers into the ring to him, and he just kept popping them open. What he would also do is slam the two cans together mm -hmm. so they make a big, big splash, splash of beer wow. and then just drink them down, right? That's pretty cool. So uh, it was fun that he was able to do this with his own beer. So this is 6.7 ABV. Um, it's a pint can. And let's see. Broken Skull, India Pale Ale. Steve Austin uh, has signed the can. Oh, nice. Broken Skull India Pale Ale, a badass 6.7 IPA designed by Steve Austin and mm. El Segundo Brewing Company for the working man and woman. It features Citra, Cascada, and Chinook hops to deliver big flavor Chinook? with an easy like finish. Like the salmon? Yes. Yeah. Now stop reading and start enjoying this awesome beer. Cheers. Wow, he even tells you when to start drinking. Stone so Cold says, drink now, drink this goddamn beer. Kick your ass, both of them. Austin 316 said, I just drank your beer. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so let's taste. Let's <laughs> let's taste. Let's taste it. Let's taste it. Okay, time to taste. Time to taste it. Mm. It has a nice aroma. Oh, it really does. It does. Oh, oh Ben's it the anti-IPA. Really He's the IPA IPA. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, Ben, sorry we couldn't get you a PPA for you to enjoy. It's horrible. You're going to make me drink this? It DPA. smells delicious, bro. I know. It's got a nice oh, citrus you... aroma to it. Ben, mm. why are you such a whiny little bitch? I don't you get it. You are the whiniest of whiny little bitches. Ooh. Hi, Ben. Ooh, that beer tastes too beery for me. It's like the first time he drank down a gallon of jizz. <laughs> he liked that. <laughs> he went back for seconds. He did. But again, remember like that time, Ben. It was hard going time. down at first, and then you couldn't get enough. No, it was just the, the straw he was sucking out of was very hard for him to get. But oh, That's what oh, he said. I was hoping it was colder, because I brought it with ice. I put it in the cooler with ice. Oh, man. How could you drink this? So good, bro. Oh. It actually is very good. It's is very it? good, right? Yeah. Okay. We're not just saying that because it's Stone Cold's beer. No, because he'll kick our ass if I never really watched him. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, the guy's still taste. in great shape and at his advanced age, but also at WrestleMania, Vince McMahon got in the ring, and he's, like, legitimately, like, fucking 80 years old. Yeah. And he took his jacket off, he took his shirt off. And he looked and like Iggy Pop? For an 80-year-old dude, he did not look terrible. No? And he took, a, he took a Stone Cold Stunner in the ring. Which was a mess, but it was really fucking funny. If you watch wrestling at all, go back and watch it. It's hysterical. Yeah. So this is good. Dan, you like it? I liked it. I thought it was very flavorful. It wasn't too hoppy. Actually, it's a bit hoppy, but it's good. It is good. It's got a nice citrusy smell. Mm-hmm. It has He's a nice- 86 now. He's 86? Mm-hmm. Holy, Holy shit. shit. It's almost oh, as old as you, Ben. And speaking of Steve Austin- No, no, no. That's the wrong one. That's him. <laughs> That's Ed McMahon. <laughs> He's dead, you fucking lunatic. Ed McMahon would have been 86. Who am I looking at? Vincent McMahon. <laughs> Not this Steve Austin. <laughs> ben Sandoval is the bimbonic man. 70, oh, he's 76. Yeah, I thought he was close to 80. That's four or less. He doesn't look great. Better. No. I mean, he looks great. Have you guys, since I mentioned seeing Iggy Pop, that motherfucker still does his exactly. shows without his shirt? Yeah. Good God, he's fucking put two shirts on, motherfucker. Yeah, put you a know. shirt on, bro. Dude, you were cool when you were, like, maybe in that physique from your 20s to your maybe 50s. But no mas. You know who's, you know who's not... You, who you would maybe think would be more well preserved based Ooh. on his habits? Um, Sting, Willie Nelson, oh. dude. Oh no way! Have you seen that commercial? Which one? Where he's sitting he's in, in the, the chair. chair? I think it's a sneaker commercial. I thought it was a, a baseball mitt, an old leather baseball mitt with with mm-hmm. a mouth on it. Talking. <laughs> he looks old as fuck. And listen, <laughs> he's we can't. Fuck. No, I mean, listen. People get old. It happens. But it's like when you don't see somebody for a while and then you see how old they've gotten, mm. the tendency is to think like, oh, my God, look, he looks old. Of course, he is old. That's what happens. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you age. Aging sucks. Yes. No, I'd rather age than die, let's be honest. So true, fuck that. True. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm aging gracefully. I feel like I'm embracing it. I'm enjoying myself still at my advanced age. <laughs> 
I'm still making sure I can get around. Dude, you were I around. was playing basketball with my daughter's boyfriend, and he beat me 11 to 9. He He's has an outside shot. There's a good ben, outside shot. You're but, six foot seven, bro. And the kid's three foot eight. And I gave him too much space. And but in I a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> and blind. That. And he doesn't have arms. I'm watching him dribble, and I said, oh my God, if I was he, younger, he I could take you that ball chin? away. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of watching him dribble, did you just wipe his chin? You're maybe? not a, a model citizen, Ben. You're just <laughs> so mean. So what now kind of, we're going to play kind of again. It's home health care aid are you? <laughs> it's a bad one. <laughs> uh, I can't drink Stone Cold. Okay, so Come on, let's, bro. Give me the, give me the can. let's change gears uh, because we're going nowhere with Stone Cold. I gave it a thumbs up. It was good. I gave, I gave it, it a thumbs finger. up. Ben just <laughs> gave it a dirty look and sneezed on it. It's a really it's a really nice IPA. It's a bit expensive, but it's a nice IPA. Now, are all those other beers that we're going to drink, they're going to taste, I bet you they're all going to taste exactly the same. Exactly. No, no, no. Are nah. they going to be Which no, they're beers not are you talking about, dude? Oh, I thought they were. The, uh, no, they're the band's ones. The, okay, thanks for letting us know that, mm -hmm. Ben. Um, we're going to be doing... The band's ones. The band's ones? We're going to be doing a rock and roll battle I don't think they're of all the IPAs. bands from established bands, their own beer brand. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be... Battle of the Band Beers. Nice. So we have some pretty cool stuff. Um, we have a British ale from Iron Maiden. Yay. That's a, I'm looking forward to drinking that. That's the Trooper? Yes, the Trooper. Anyway, we also have a Megadeth entry, a Belgian style. Um, I'm going off the top of my head. I don't even fucking know what it is, but it sounds interesting. Uh, we also have the ACDC for those about to rock. Nice. Um, I think that's a, a lager or an ale. I don't know. It's not an IPA. So we had the Coheed in Cambria. Mm. And that's and an what IPA. What kind of Ben is that? IPA. What kind of Ben is what that? What kind of Ben mm -hmm. is that? What kind of Ben is that? Beer. Mm. Hey, beer. It's a ben Pay attention. Hey, beer. The hell's Answer my question, beer. Beer. Damn you. Damn you to hell. I can't believe this isn't colder. I know. Should have brought been it on ice. Damn, you breathe too much. That ice sucks. That ice is defective. <laughs> of course, it was like two hundred degrees out today. Oh, was it? No, dude, it was fucking humid today. Anyway, we're humid. in a bunker. We don't feel today. anything. Um, back to the beer. Deep so below we, the surface of the earth. Yes, that's where we lie in wait. Anyway, so we have the ACDC brew. We have the uh, Iron Maiden. We have Coheed and Cambria. We have Megadeth. We also have. Pantera, oh. a vulgar display of lager. Nice. Which sounds, I love the play, the word play, but if you look at the label, which is on our Facebook page, you see a fist hitting somebody's face, and it's that vulgar display mm -hmm. of lager. Yeah. So I thought the, the whole thing was very witty. Cover. The whole thing was well put together. Let's that just was hope one the beer's the, good. That was one of the Will Smith memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, we have a record store day brand beer oh yeah that's right from a local place close to the bunker within the same hemisphere mm -hmm. uh looney tunes mm -hmm. so it's just like a brand x lager and they put a sticker on it hey it's looney tunes bro meanwhile ben made it in his basement yes i did it's a ben beer boys mm -hmm. and i don't know did we miss anyone ben ordered another iron maiden beer i'm not sure what the name is do they have a different one besides the Trooper? Yes. I they had a bunch of them. They do. Iron Maiden has a whole slew of them. In fact, 
ACDC has a whole bunch, but these are, I guess, breweries that license or get the rights to use their name and all that. And they have different bros and they sell them. Rush came out with one. Couldn't get it because they will not ship it overseas or some crap. We can't get it in New York. So it's sold out. It's gone. I would definitely yeah. suggest anybody that's interested in checking out, you know, their favorite band's beers or something like that. Look into it because, like Dan said, sometimes it's a matter of the band just puts their name on a beer, but other times the artists themselves are actually involved in the way the product comes out. And I think that's a case with the uh, Megadeth beer. And Coheed and Cambria, they did that too. They went to the brewery, uh, Monde. They picked out its Megadeth and all that. Blah, that's blah, what blah, it's blah. called. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one from that song, is, style, that song is stuck on my on my phone. L. And every time my car goes to Bluetooth, uh, that song comes on, oh, wow. and I'm like, "Stop it! Can you just fucking play something else?" <laughs> so we have Brew Dog, Iron Maiden, Hellcat, Cold, Indian Pale Lager. Indian mm. Pale Lager. Mm. Interesting. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, so um, as we do this, we'll keep you updated on. The rounds, I guess. Kind of like the Beer Olympics, only better because it's rock music. Yes. That's, that's right. So it should and be a lot of fun. we are working on a very special guest to come and work through these rock yes. and roll beers with us. No. It's, Somebody it, who knows a lot about rock and roll. It's not Machine Gun Kelly. Let's not? Just, what? No, it's no. not. No. Oh, he canceled. We couldn't get him. He was too oh. expensive. No, no. He was, did you send no, him pictures of me? Yeah, we did. That's why he canceled. All his outfits? Yeah, that's why he His canceled. outfit. I have what? a couple of his outfits at home. The like t-shirt? sweats. His actual outfits that he wore? Yeah, yeah. I had that no. you he got stole. from his closet. He's too thin for me. <laughs> but I had the whole full sweatsuit. You sweat like him heavier? <laughs> you like a bear? <laughs> Ben's a bear fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Should God. I? Ben himself is a bear. I should wear the full sweatpants and, and matching. No, you should sweatshirt. never wear no, that. No, no. Ever. I was going to wear that. I was going to try to get tickets to his show and wear that whole thing. And my daughter's like, you know, they're going to kick you out. They're going to see them. They're going to just raise all these red flags that you're a psycho. Yeah. No. You should wear that to like a rap concert. Then get your ass kicked <laughs> in five different languages. Speaking of which, um, we're going to circle back. So that's another project we have that's going to be coming sooner than you know. But uh, Mark was talking about his uh, audio book adventure yes do you want to share that and along with the uh, whiskey fest thing absolutely busy couple of weeks for me mm -hmm. and um we took off last week because of dan's obvious illness but in that time i booked my first audiobook gig where i'm narrating a book for an author the book is currently for sale on amazon i'm not going to tell you what it is because i want you to buy the audio version from audible when it's ready and comes out one of the things I realized was that I was not really prepared to do audiobooks. What do you mean? I learned a lot about the specs that this particular service needs mm -hmm. the audio to be. Um, it was about noise floor and RMS and, you know, just all this different stuff that you got to know about. So I had a quick education and I did some treatment of my room my space and um i got to the point where i got a really good sound i got my studio dialed in for audiobooks and i know what to do i know what kind of 
uh, production I need to do and all kinds of stuff. So I'm experimenting with my different mics, different um, effects that I'm using and all kinds of things. And it's been quite an amazing education. Okay. So hopefully this will also impact the way that podcast sounds moving forward. Hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. How that? Well, because I'm learning about oh, how to make things sound even better. better. You right. can make this pile of steaming shit sound better? You're I've been doing worker. it for 32 episodes. Yeah. We will see if I can make it even sound It's mainly better. the stuff coming from that side and mm, sort of yeah. people in, uh, in the audience. Yeah, pointing yeah towards Ben's pointing hand. towards himself. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why, I have to tell you why. Why? I decided, why? right? I was doing, I just did a spot for BMW. I've done nice. work for Netflix, Intel, um, Microsoft. I've done a lot of stuff. And Cologuard. And Cologuard. You did yes. an info fucking merciful. <laughs> <laughs> I did on dropping last week's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's not all that was dropping. Oh. <laughs> Check out last week's episode if you want to hear all about my you mean two Cologuard weeks ago's episode. Two weeks ago's episode. <clears throat> if you want to hear all about my Cologuard infomercial. <laughs> We got some good reviews saying that that show was very funny. We all shared about our male medical, medical experiences, ailments, problems, wait, things wait, wait, that wait, we have you, to do. Let me interrupt. Are you trying to say that women live longer than men? I hope so. Is it because when we're married to them, we just want to fucking die? <laughs> <laughs> That was Dan that was saying only that, Dan everybody. Saying that. No, I didn't. That was a joke, not me. I'm very happy to be here. But is she? Oh, wait. Oh, I just got an email from corporate. <laughs> That's what we call Lisa. She's corporate because she keeps the ship grounded. That's right. There's a lot of times where she'll interject around being excessively mean to Ben. I got a memo from corporate. <laughs> Dan, you're such a great guy, but you can't keep beating up on Ben. So as I was saying, um, the reason why I got into audiobooks because I was doing just I was doing commercials, I was doing radio spots and things like that. And one day I got an audition for this audiobook. And it intrigued me because the subject matter was different from what I was used to. And I actually had a bit of fun doing it. And that's what made me think maybe I can do audiobooks. So here for you today is Ben's interpretation of that audition that put me in the direction of maybe doing some audiobooks. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. So, Ben, if you will. How, how, how did I get You start right this? there. Okay. Okay. By it's the like blue, we're by all the in blue church. Sharpie. Line 24? We're yes. all in church reading from the hymn book. Line 24. Starting with line 24. Ben, if you need help, just yell line. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I reading till? Just read. Until, Just until keep we tell you to stop. Oh. Yes. All right. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Talking to the students. Oh, I did. I'm talking to students. I didn't know what's what, what the premises here. <laughs> You're talking to the students. Premise, so not the premises, you <laughs> the, fucking the building. Okay. Vandalizing. Okay, now that's now the, I'm going to talk as if I'm talking that's to students. That's the direction. Okay. Yeah, ben. Okay. Thank you Mark for the direction. Direct. Yeah. My motivation. You'll find out. Survival. Okay. So now I'm in front of a class. All right. Thank you. And I'll see you all next week. 
God, I have a good weekend. Because I used to teach on a weekend, and was, and most of your students would kill okay. themselves by Monday. Yeah, thank you. Good job on that paper, by the way. I really enjoyed grading it. See you. Thank you, guys. Ah, except for. Can, can you stay behind? No, 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 no. There's, there's nothing wrong. I just want to clarify some things with you. I know it's the last class of the day, so do you mind? Do you have like a bus or a train to catch? Dude, you really talk like that? Oh my god, this is far worse than I imagined. I know, it's like, oh. Oh, you're staying on campus? Oh, that's good. But I'll try not to take too much of your time. Calling to the rest of the students. You're not supposed to read that. Oh, <laughs> that's for you. That's your direction. Yeah. Bye bye now. <laughs> well, how old are these students? Because I'm used you're to talking college, to like you're a college oh, professor. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm Mark, like, you're gonna you know, have to paint a little picture here because we're ten years old. I think that's enough. I think here. that's enough. You're a college professor. Oh, okay. Now I'm a college professor. Okay. Uh, okay. Now that's a lesson. Let me get this door and lock it. It's hard to read when there's other the directions in there. That's what the just so that we can have some for. privacy of our own little company. I would never lock a door with a student. Shh, just We're not read talking it. Talking about you, dude. No, just that's wrong. Just read it. Okay, okay, okay. Just so we have some privacy uh, for our little conversation. Oh, you're smiling already. Do you know why he asked you to stay behind? Yeah. Hmm. You're very pretty. <laughs> I like your smile. And I kind of don't want anyone else to see it but me. So, let, let me get those blinds. There. Now I know that smile is just for me. There's a lot of things you just don't know there's a lot of things you do just for me, <laughs> isn't there? Like making sure to sit in a row whenever you wear those impossibly short skirts to my class. Or leaning forward on my desk, squeezing those tits together on my eye on my eyebrows, on my elbows. With your <laughs> or somehow always dropping a pencil on your way back from my desk, leaning over for what is, in my opinion, a much longer time than necessary to pick up a pencil. Make no mistake, I've had my eye on you since the start of the semester. I would have even, I would have even without all of that, I mean, you're fucking gorgeous and your grades are truly impressive. But when someone so sexy acts like a whore, then a star student, why? Most days I have <laughs> to make myself look away from you so nobody will get suspicious. No, no, don't walk over to me. I know you're desperate. It's okay. I'll come to you. Lean into you right over this desk, caging you in my arms. Not so bold now with my face right up against yours. And my Are nose. <laughs> and my nose. Tell me, what changed today? What about the French Revolution finally made you snap 
from teasing me, quite literally provoking me. Let's take a look at the, at the text uh, you sent me right in front of everyone, shall we? So oh. innocent. Opening with a friendly, hi, professor. Complete with all that smiley emoji you always send in the group text. So cute. Imagine my surprise when I open it to see you in red. Lacy lingerie on your knees, holding your mouth open so spit drools drowns your tits. <laughs> I was drowning my beer. Oh my god. For all the world like a common street tart. Get your hands away. I don't want you to touch me yet. I don't care if you can see my bulge growing through my pants. Hands on your side while I'm talking to you. Ah, oh, that's a good girl. Thighs apart. Let me see how needy you really are. Mmm, look at that. Your underwear so soaked. My fingers are already coated in your wetness. For me barely running them over your dirty, wet, ruined little panties. Um, thanks for coming in. Uh, we'll call you. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so wait a second. Now. We'd like next for you to read the part of the schoolgirl. <laughs> help! Now, help me! Help! That's from a book. Now yes. I don't understand. Some no, of it's the from the here. Bible, actually. Why are there like numbers? The overcomplicator. Like... Yeah. No, I just wanted to find out if that's just. This person's dialogue, or with 23, 25, with those empty numbers and spaces, that's where she's responding to him? No, she's not responding to him. So this is just a straight dialogue with no mm -hmm. response at all. That's weird. What's well, an audio book? Yes, but usually when you're talking not like a, that... It's not a dialogue. No, no, no. But usually when you're telling a story, you're going to have the two people interacting with each other so you're saying it's not conversational it's very it's one not a conversational it's, it's almost directed. like a fantasy right. like the person's just going through but the that's mind what it maybe this isn't really happening ben you've started in a lot of uh porn movies where yes, guys I are did. banging you and it's like oh you like that don't you you like that don't you you like romance you. novels don't you Okay, let me tell you a quick oh, no. story. So I'm See, teaching thanks, a guy Mark. how to um, code. Oh, hold on. I'm teaching, You're teaching a guy, a guy what, what, how what? to code. How do you use no, this? Oh, God! I'm sorry, Ben. You want to tell no, us a story? God, yes. Please, no! 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 Are we done? So you teaching a guy to blow. <laughs> and... We're using the tool that we have for our company, and I'm oh teaching him so he can learn. This is and, worse than what he just read. And what it is, is I'm having him log on to Amazon. So I said, here's my username and password. Let's just use it. I want you to write the code to log in. And he logs in, and what comes up? All these romance novels. And he just turns to me, and he's a, he has a, a Russian accent. He's like, Ben, do we have to talk about something here? And I was just like, I could, it was Kristen. Kristen, at that time, we were married. She was buying all these or downloading all these romance novel books. So when you logged into my account, all you saw was, hey, this is something new. And he was just like, what the hell? So <laughs> there we go. Trouble in paradise, Ben. Mm, I guess. If you have um, romance novels. Well, they were hers. 
You know, it took us. Oh, just continue. It's very long, dude. Is this continue? Oh, why, why, why did I read now, so much? You could, it, it, you might have a point. There may be another person, but usually, when you book an audiobook, you're doing all the characters, even the females, mm-hmm. right? So you got to be able to change your voice. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm doing right now. I'm doing like a self help book, which is more educational. So it's one voice, but I'm not at the position. I don't think. Where some people do like a hundred different characters in a book. It's pretty incredible. Does sir ignore you when you're so needy? Get oh. you horny? Good girl. Can we get some you say can we get some sexy yes, music sir. then? Yeah, sure. Always such a bright student. Dude, this doesn't ugh. The question I have for you now. Imagine him saying that I to wanted you. to clarify ugh. with you. That's exactly what I'm imagining right now. If you behave like a slut and you send me pictures of yourself like a slut, what does that make you? Louder. Say it. Say it makes my <laughs> it makes you my dirty little slut. Mm. <laughs> Try again. Try again, Dan. Didn't we establish that when I when I'm your sir? Good girl. Your sir is dirty little slut, aren't you? That's why you're moaning so loud. You want, despite my best efforts to keep from meeting private, for anyone who passes this classroom to know exactly how good I'm treating you. Not on my watch. Yeah. You're much quieter with my hand around your throat. I'm going to fuck you. Code of ethics be damn. sexy music. Oh, where am I? <laughs> Why are you killing me? <laughs> Keep going, man. Oh, Code be. of ethics should be damned because you make my cock rock fucking hard. But I'm not going to lose my job just because the little slut doesn't know how to keep her mouth slut. Oh, shut. <laughs> You're not a slut. If you can't be quiet, slut your mouth. I'm not going to allow you enough air to make any noise. How about that? Sir, sir, what? You're going to come? Is that why you're going uh, become so loud when I'm choking you? You want to come already? And my needy whore going to come just from my fingers and getting tossed around? Yeah. Oh, I know you can't help it. Despite little things, you just can't control themselves around an older, stronger, more powerful man dominating them. You want to come. Yeah. <laughs> much older, much say? less powerful. And he's been dominated by little men. Is my needy whore going to come just from my fingers and getting tossed around? Yeah. Oh, I know you can't help it. Despite, oh, didn't I just read this? You want to come? Yeah? What do you say? Beg, sir, to make you come. Go on. Use whatever air's left in your lungs to squeak it out. 
I want to just see how pathetic you can be. Beg for it. Fine then, come for me. You're not allowed to fucking breathe until you come all over my hand. Come for me now. I'll choke you so hard you pass out if you don't. There you go. There you go. That's my good fucking girl. Look how fucking shake. There, breathe. Let the oxygen fill your lungs as I finger you through your orgasm. Oh, I know it's slut. Sir, it feels so good. It's okay. Keep coming now. You go good. Chip it all down your thighs. Sounds like Paul's hog. Such a pretty little slut coming in my classroom. Turn around. Turn around. Can't take anymore. Holy shit. Wow. Great job, man. Oh, my yeah, God. Man. What the you hell? Feel that. You know what's yeah. so weird? It sounds like me and Vicky talking. <laughs> Very nice. Was that like the time when she told you she, she thought you were me? Or yeah. she thought I was there? That, that was hysterical. I think I need another drink. Drank. There's, another, there's more stone no, cold right here. No, no, no. Ben, do you want to taste? Do you want to taste it? <laughs> do you want to taste some Stone Cold? No, yeah. no more Stone Cold. I gotta get it. I'm gonna stick with Ashley tonight. Have blue ribbon, dude. That was brilliant. So this was Ben's. What do we call the segment? Interpretation. I don't, I don't know. Reading. Oh, Ben reads for the children. Ben reads for the children. Oh, oh there's that more was for stuff. Children? Yeah, okay. No, dude, those kids just killed themselves. Thanks. All right, Ben, with your reading. Reading is not fun. (laughs) It's not fundamental either. No. Ben's reading is mental. Yeah, but that's that's a whole new skill level to be able to read something cold once like that. I don't think, you know... Well, it's, it's it's acting, really. Yeah. It's acting, but still, <laughs> I don't know if, if you get it on one take. I think someone has to say and you know play it over and over and over. I don't know. I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing about audiobooks is that you're your own director. You get direction from the author, and you get basic guidelines as to what they want to hear, how they want you to do it. But then, really, the choices you make throughout the book are up to you. Hmm. So that's why when I read that one and I did that audition, I kind of got into it because it was more acting than what I'm currently doing, which is like more informational and narration type of thing. But this was a little more acting. Oh, definitely. And it's really yeah. super mm-hmm. fun to be somebody that you're not normally in, re- in real life. You mean heterosexual? Yes. Yeah. Ben's not. Or a teacher like Ben isn't. <laughs> Or you mean a heterosexual I teacher? I just finished teaching on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping, I'm thinking that this might be the last class. Sure you did. I may retire. You're going to retire? Mm-hmm. From this show? No. Oh. Good for your students. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good for your students. I'm going to talk about the Whiskey Fest that I attended oh. a couple of Saturdays ago. It was outdoors. It happened to be a day when it was 95 degrees out. Damn. And it was in the parking lot of a local mall. And it was actually really cool. There was maybe 50 booths booths set up. Wow. And only one food truck. 
but it was mostly whiskey. There was some tequila. There was some rum. There was some gin, mostly whiskey. And they had whiskey local, whiskey from the Hudson Valley, whiskey from all over the country, which now, was really cool. Now, where was cool. this in an undisclosed location? This was in an undisclosed location. Mm. I went with an undisclosed person mm. who shall remain nameless. For her safety. What's his name? But she's awesome. Always funny, Dan. <laughs> By me. There were a number of really great whiskeys, rye whiskeys, bourbon whiskeys, scotch whiskeys. What's the difference? See, I never understood what's the difference between like someone says, oh, I love a good scotch. Is that a also a whiskey? Yes. It's always a whiskey. Yes. Okay. Well, a scotch, a bourbon, a rye, they're all whiskeys, but Cutty they're sock. made. I don't know at oh. this point. That might be a scotch. But they're I think, made. I with, think it's a blend. You think it's a blend? Because yeah. that's what my father drank. They're made with different ingredients, and they're also made in different ways. So there's an interesting documentary that I saw. I think it was called The Story of Bourbon, and it was specific to bourbon because hmm. there are certain things about bourbon that have to be there for it to be called or considered a, a bourbon. bourbon. So it has, there has to be a cold day. Then it has to be called going, <clears throat> I believe it has to be made with corn. It also has to be made at a, cer a certain proof. Another one of Ben's favorites, corn. And it has to be, um, <laughs> yeah, there's certain criteria that it needs to meet. Okay. Um, so, but I don't know if I told the story about when I went to the distillery. I did. I remember. I mm -hmm. told it on the podcast. So the next time uh, we hung out was the Whiskey Fest. I tried whiskeys from all over the place. They had something that had tequila in it, but it was straight up Coquito. It really? tasted exactly oh. like Coquito, but it was delicious, but it had tequila in it. And it was gluten-free. No raisins? I don't okay. think so. Getting no. back to what bourbon is, I'll just quickly. Bourbon is a type of American whiskey distilled from a mash made primarily of corn. Despite its popularity, the spirit remains a mystery to many. How is it defined? And what else does the beginner need to know? And here it gives us about 100 facts. Does Bourbon have, is American, yes. Yes. Can it be made outside of America? No. no. What is the difference between bourbon and whiskey? For whiskey to call itself bourbon, its mash, the mixture of grains from which the product is distilled, must contain at least 51% cotton. Cotton? Yeah, because it's from the South. Corn. I was kidding. Cotton. Bad joke. The mash must be distilled at 160 proof or less. The distillate must be stored in a charred new oak barrel at 125 proof for less, more or less, it says. And uh, it must not contain any additives. What he's, what's the key? Which is why. The new barrel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So do you were talking about that last time? We and were. They get rid of the, bo uh, the bottles, the barrels. And I think that's where some of the wine places picked it up and said, yes. hey, look, this is a wine soaked in one of those that's barrels. That's right. Uh -huh. Because the bourbon barrels can only be used once. So the distillers began to sell them mm -hmm. to other people that would age their product, whether it be wine, uh, you know, whatever else, beer. Uh, they would then take those bourbon casks and put their beer in it, put their wine in it. There you have the Cooper and Thief. Mm -hmm. You have the Innocent Gun, which is all aged in bourbon barrels. 
something Modavi, I think, is another wine that uh, Vicky mm-hmm. turned me on to, and it was always aged, and I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Which is what I learned when I went to the distillery, because they talked about only being able to use those bourbon barrels once, and how they would um, offload them to other people who could use them, thereby <clears throat> being able to recoup some of the the expenditures of those bourbon barrels. Right. So do you, is that something new or is that something they did from day one? I, I think that. for bourbon, it's new, but other people using the bourbon barrels. Oh, is, that's cool. I mean, I'm sorry. Having to use the bourbon barrel only once is not new. It's not new, right. But the but selling other people of them. using them, mm-hmm. yeah, is a, is a newer thing. It's probably just, you know, someone came, why are we throwing them out? We could just resell them. Right. Or repurpose right, them. Right, yeah. That's cool. And they had, when we went to the distillery, I mentioned this too, they had the wine barrels where they were aging their whiskey in the wine barrels. And the wine barrels on the outside were all red from the wine. Really, really cool. But. um, Well, you also want to know what scotch was, so. Yes. Okay, here we go. The definition. Scotch. Well, does it have to come from Scotland? And the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. The producers of champagne must make their sparkling wine in the Champagne region of France before they can label it as such. Distillers who want to call their product scotch, likewise, must produce their whiskey in Scotland. But that's only one stipulation of the Scotch Whiskey Regulations 2009 version. The legislation, I guess it's law, holy cow. Wow. Under which... Wine production, bottling, labeling, packaging, and advertising of Scotch whiskey remains governed. Based on the Scotch Whiskey Act of 1988, the regulations make for interesting, although perhaps not bedtime reading. That's stupid. Okay, so. (laughs) What? Okay, so Scotland, like France, they have their own wine regions. They have their own whiskey regions. Mm-hmm. So it's there's four different regions in Scotland. There's five. The five? Yeah. Speyside, Isley, Campbelltown, Lowlands, and Highlands. Oh wow! Because when I went to, um... this is the juicy part where I wanted to get to. Single malt Scotch whiskey must be distilled at a single distillery. Single grain Scotch whiskey is also distilled at a single distillery. I can't say that. Single what? Distillery, but made from cereal grains rather than just malted barley. Blended Scotch whiskey combines one or more single malt Scotch whiskeys with one or more single grain Scotch whiskeys. Now it gets confusing. Blended malt Scotch whiskey is a blend of two or more single malt Scotch whiskeys from different distilleries. Blended grain Scotch whiskey... (laughs) Is a blend of single grain Scotch whiskeys which have been distilled at more than one distillery. Wow, yeah. there's a lot to it. There's a lot of pedigree <clears throat> shit with that man. Oh, because there's there's, oh, there's a lot there to five. it. I thought there was only four. I got we're, now. So the show is going to travel to distilleries uh-huh. mm-hmm. as well as breweries, meaderies. Mm-hmm. We're going to try a bunch of oh, different yeah. things. Meaderies, yeah, meaderies. Mead. You know, mead. Oh, mead. Where they make meat. Yeah, Ben, that's where you want to go, to to man meat. (laughs) So it's very, very interesting because the, again, the tour I took was extremely uh, educational, you know, and there was a lot to it. And the people there were extremely knowledgeable. I was very impressed at the way they were able to explain the process, all the different processes for all the different products they made. 
and they had to obviously be up on all the regulations, all the things they needed to do in order to put out a product and label it the way they need to label it. So very, very interesting. I can't wait to go to a distillery, to go to some breweries, to go to some eateries. What I'd like to do is mm -hmm. ask the <clears throat> listeners, anybody out there who has a favorite brewery that they love, uh, that they frequent, now that it's summertime, we're going to be getting out mm -hmm. there, taking the show on the road. Anybody who would love to kind of share their favorite breweries with us or meteries or distillers, let us know. Go on the Facebook page, give us some suggestions, and we're going to start putting together our calendar as far as where we're going this summer. Before I end about the Whiskey Fest, which was awesome because there was also a tent that sold cigars. I got a Cuban. I smoked a Cuban. You what? Smoked a Cuban. What's his name? <laughs> I smoked a Cuban. Um, and it was awesome. And got to taste a lot of really great whiskeys. The number one whiskey that stood out to me on the day, which unfortunately I could not get any. And there were a lot of great whiskeys. I'm going to post some pictures that I got of the ones that I liked. So you guys can get an idea. But the number one was a whiskey called Flight. It has an old style, you know, prop plane on the label. They come from Tennessee. We're going to Tennessee anyway at some point soon. I hope so. And mm -hmm. I want to visit the, the Flight Distillery because it was delicious. Okay, so um, I'm working on trying to get me some here, maybe shipped to me or whatever. And, um, you know, I would love to talk to those guys. So I'm going to be reaching out to them because they were very cool at the Whiskey Fest. And the whiskey was really, really good. So uh, with that said, Whiskey Fest was amazing. If you get a chance to go out to any kind of event like that and taste different types of whiskeys, definitely do it because they are, there's a variety of flavors that you will find, even from bourbons or rye whiskeys, you're going to get a lot of different flavor, um, flavor, uh, what do they call those? Flavor profiles. Ah, there's even a whole vernacular to this, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'll be surprised. A lot of women actually enjoy bourbon, scotch, whiskeys. You know, that's why it's my not friend. exclusive to men, and it's good that um, everybody gets a chance to enjoy it. The, I've had the my friend who I went of, with is awesome, and she is a whiskey connoisseur. Yeah, and, and it's uh, it's something we enjoy together. You develop a taste for certain things, like we drink all kinds of different beers. Ben's reaction mm -hmm. to IPAs is priceless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but we all like what we like, and the same goes for any alcohol. I mean, you can find different gins, mm -hmm. and the way that they're distilled and the ingredients that they use and it goes for anything that you drink so that's what makes it so yeah. interesting is that no two different i guess uh distilleries make the same product the exact same way that's Definitely why you have not. the flavor variations and stuff that's what makes people say oh well what's the difference between drinking brand x and brand z well a lot the way it was made who the people are making it, what ingredients they mm -hmm. use, the quality of the ingredients. I mean, yeah. we see a lot of independent beers that we drink here, and you could tell a run-of-the-mill average beer from something that has really good flavor and just makes you want to drink more of it. 
you know, it's not a question about getting drunk. It's enjoying the drink itself. Me meanwhile, we're going <laughs> to have to um, do some research as to what ingredients we're going to use mm -hmm. when we brew our own drinking mm -hmm. with That's Friends right. Beer. Friends Beer. With yep. Dan, Ben, and Mark. We've got to make the That's labels, right. too. But well, it's true because not only is the, the ingredients influence what the, the end product tastes like, but the equipment they use, yep. the process they use. It's all kinds of different things that go into what an end product, what a whiskey is going to taste like. Yeah, it's very interesting, but it's like anything else. It's like cooking too, you know. Right. It's the ingredients, the way you do right. it, the temperature, all these factors right. go into it. But it's really funny if you look at a lot of, uh, I guess, historical things, and they show just people distilling their own, I guess, bootleg or uh, what is it, uh, moonshine mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. and it's very simple. Oh, you just put the grain in there, you heat up the water, and bam, dude. That shit's nasty, but that's one variation of it, you know, and that came out of necessity. They didn't have all the equipment to distill a right. really good bourbon or scotch. They and just they did it, probably mixing it with and it was illegal. Else. Right. So anyway, yeah. so that's interesting. And like you just said, it'd be great to hit the different vineyards, um, breweries, distilleries. Too, yeah. There's a lot of stuff out here on the island. Mm-hmm. And it's closer than you think, and a lot of uh, breweries are popping up all over the place. Now, sure will are. we bring a, a portable recorder and record us? We're at not going to talk about the details now, then, no. because no. it'll shatter the illusion mm. of our of integrity. Yes, mm. it'll shatter the illusion of our awesomeness, mm. because that is true. We are awesome. We will certainly be broadcasting. We will be doing some remote broadcasts. Yes. That'd be really cool. Absolutely. It'll be really good. Ben will be at his house, remote from us. <laughs> but you will I'm not. I'm my Machine Gun Kelly sweatsuit. Yeah, you go, girl. Outfit. You will not have anything to do with the technical aspects. I had, over the past weekend, Memorial Memorial I was I had a barbecue memorial thing weekend. And I had a homemade Balkan Croatian I can't find what the heck um drink. And I'm trying to find the name of it. It was similar to a grappa, oh. which is made from the fucking leftover shit from wine, right? Mm. All the it sounds stems, like caca. All the stems and all the other shit from wine. <clears throat> the Italians make it into what's called a grappa. Uh -huh. This is something else. I can't find what the name of it is. I'll try to post it if I can find it. But this shit was amazing. It was sort of like a moonshine with some flavoring. Definitely some cool flavors, some sweetness. It was a beautiful brownish color. Almost looks like some sort of a whiskey. But mm. this, and I have a little bit of it left at my house because I took the bottle home. She let me take the bottle home. It was so good, but it's very powerful. Mm. So it's very mm. much like a moonshine. Maybe I should have brought it, but... I kind of promised it to somebody else. But uh, anyway, um, this shit was really, really good. So I'm hoping to get my hands on some more of this homemade alcoholic beverage from another country. Mm. That sounds very good. Oh, it was delicious. Nice. So please, let's continue 
if we are going to go down, actually, what? I don't want to do that. You know what I want to do? What? Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Stranger Things for a little while. You know, of all things, I was really enjoying it, but I only got to episode six. You Really? Yeah. I finished. Well, I stopped. There's only seven. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. But. Well, you guys tell me where I am. You guys tell me where I am because I told Ben before. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. The episode I saw. The final episode. The end. Final episode. Hour and a half. Okay. The end of the episode I saw last ends with the kid getting killed on the lake. Mm -hmm. Um, The kids in the house. I think that's five. The kids are in the house going into that room. Mm-hmm. The plane just crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just buried the agent and called the number. Mm. Yeah, that's like episode That's where five. I'm at. It might be five, yeah. Yeah, I think I finished five. Damn. There's eight. Well, oh. there's seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there's 11. There's 12. There's some good songs. Yeah. Some good songs. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Kate Bush song. Kate Everybody's Bush. talking about the Kate Bush song. You know, that song... Was in heavy rotation on MTV when MTV started up. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it. It was such. I like just it- really remember her from her work with Peter Gabriel. I know you guys don't like when I talk about. Ben, but, we weren't even, we didn't even care. But all I was saying is but that I, I got it was back a very avant garde kind of yes. video and music for that audience. It was just dopey kids watching MTV. What the fuck is this? But something about it. I don't and know. She was... paved the way for people like Bjorg and all those others. Who's, who's Bjorg? Bjorg? <laughs> you know this Bjorg? 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 <laughs> How do you pronounce the name? Bjorg. 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 Not Bjorg. 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 <laughs> it's a cyborg. From Greenland or Iceland, wherever the fuck she's from. Iceland, right? You shall be assimilated by the Bjork. By the Bjork. Just JP, the guy I watch on um, on YouTube, uh-huh. his channel, he started playing some of Oh, you're giving stuff. him free plugs now? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. In- What's in it for us? His future well, now, this yeah, is what I'm him. doing. Fuck him. <laughs> Unless he's paying to be on the show, that's <laughs> bitching on. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck just JP. Yeah. No, no, no. He's awesome. Kate Bush and, just sent us a check. And <laughs> I, she started playing some of her Bjork. stuff, and I was just like, wow, Bjork. this is some Bjork. great stuff. But so I started buying Bjork. albums, and I'm really enjoying her. Okay. That's well, great. But the show takes place in the 80s. But they go all over willy-nilly. Yeah. They, they don't find follow, like chronologically you see a song come up from 1980 and then it shoots up to 88 and then goes to 82 yeah. it's all over but yeah. the only reason that you would know that is if you lived through that right plus and if you're policing the tv yes, show but like i'm you not seem to i was be. just no i'm just an observation i enjoy it i enjoy the music i enjoy the visual looking back at the sets where in the kitchen they have the phone with the cord yeah and some of them yeah. have the rotate, rotatory, 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 <laughs> rotatory, rotating, rotation? rotating fucking dial thing. Or the rotisserie rotary, rotary, that's it. Rotary club. Rotisserie. And, rotisserie and then <laughs> the push button ones too. But anyway, yeah. the one phone in the house and somebody's on it. Anybody else who calls would get a busy signal. And there was no, the cool people no had the call, call interrupt thing. 
where you get a, a ring mm-hmm. yes. on your call, then uh-huh. you hang up and answer the other call mm-hmm. and say, well, Ben's on the other line. I'm going to hang up on him and talk to you. Okay. Click. Ben. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so these are the little quirky things that when you see in this show, it brings you back. Because back then, and we talked about this before, there was no cell phones. Right. So what are they doing? They're using walkie-talkies. And kids now are like, what the fuck are they using that for? What's the deal? What, yeah. they didn't pay their phone bill? Mm-hmm. Their cell phones, were they poor? Even poor people now have fucking cell phones. That I ain't got no really, job, but I got was, a cell phone. That was the big thing about the show when it first came out, initially, was that they really kind of set a really cool atmosphere for the show they brought you back in time right and even the music the theme the music, song the cars the dressing the, cars, the hairstyles even, everything even the um the graphics the the titling of the show yeah. everything and took the you 80s back. music the, and it the was really synthesizer, really cool. the polyphonic synthesizer sound but i will tell anybody who has not seen this series yet because i've actually spoken to a few people who said i've never seen one minute of stranger things I would highly recommend you start from the beginning because it's a super fun show. It's very unique. It's very cool. It's very fun. But season four, and now this is only the first half of season four. The second half comes in July. The first half mm. of season four was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Now, I wasn't really huge into it in the very beginning. I enjoyed it. But were the episodes that long like they are right now? I don't I mean, think the episodes they were. Episodes like forty minutes, and now they're like they a, right. they, they're, they're clocking in an hour and fifteen, hour and ten. I, I really love that because if you look, I'm, I'm watching a lot of Disney Plus shows, a lot of Star Wars TV shows on Disney Plus, and their thing, especially with Marvel and the Star Wars shows, is that they're six to eight episodes at the most, mm-hmm. and maybe thirty-five to forty something minutes each episode. It's not a lot of content. This show gives you a lot of content each episode. And a lot of times when you get to the finale of a show, you want you want a lot of stuff to happen, right? For that final episode. This one delivered an hour and a half. Yes. Where you think it's over and you haven't seen this yet. Mm -hmm. You think it's over, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And the final half hour is fucking bonkers. Is it like People when they and have I sex with Ben, it. they think it's over, but it's not. Right. Because then the, the weeping but, happens. But it actually and, is. Yeah. That dude. The weed dude. Which the, one? The dude at the end. The dude at the end. At the very end. That dude haunts my dreams. That dude was yes. fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I loved his performance so much. But let me tell you something. That. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to make sure we're on the same page. Yes. And the. I the, sort of knew that that was who. I did too in the beginning. Yeah, like right at the beginning. But yeah. you just didn't know and everything. Mm. But wow. Are we going to get into like spoilers? No. No, we don't have to get but into spoilers. You know what? I'm enjoying it and I, I haven't finished, but I like the way this show embraces the characters getting older and yeah. writes yes. in scripts where you know they start out what were they in middle school yeah mm-hmm. so now they're like they're some of them have graduated high school first year in college other ones are going to be seniors or whatever but it's interesting because the characters 
developed and you could see Dustin, his relationship with uh, Steve. Mm-hmm. Before it was very, you know, in the beginning, they right. all, Steve was a prick. Right. And he picked on the boys and, you know, then it changed and he took Dustin under his wing. Mm-hmm. Now they're like buddies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that all happened now in season the, three. Yeah. yeah. Now the banter between the two of them, it's not like just he's my older friend. No, now you're kind of like equals. Yeah. And they bust each other's chops all the time. So when something happens and Steve wants to go with the girls, Dustin busts his balls mm-hmm. like, dude, really? can't be that obvious but there's a a huge amount of character development yeah if you watch from the first season to now yeah obviously the kids grew up yeah they look completely different now Mm -hmm. right almost like freakishly Mm -hmm. different now yeah but like you said the characters have really developed over the years and changed and grown and different relationships have been have been forged and so when you get to season four, you see all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The first episode, I was just like, what is this shit? I know, because you know? I was watching, and you were giving me shit. And I was like, dude, it's good. Give it time. Because they because they had to really catch you up yep. on all the kids and what they were doing. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Some of the storylines, though, eh, I don't know. I like Will, you know, I don't know. Yeah. His now, character is kind of like, ugh. Like, really, it's, dude? It's, the haircut looks like shit. It's yeah, a, like, yeah, dude, either. when you were five years old, that was cool. But now you're what, seventeen? And they never really explored the fact that he's gay. Did they? No, not really. Huh? Not really. Well, Ben's like really. You might have. Ben has explored a, lo- a lot of things. Mm. Did you know that Ben? Did I spoil no. that for you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's he's gay. Oh. But anyway, but that's that's ben? well known even Ben's from gay? last season. Yes, Ben's been gay for his entire life. Oh, I didn't know. Even in the womb, he was gay. Sorry, gay community. We didn't mean to insult you by adding Ben. No, there's nothing wrong with being gay at all. No, but there's something wrong with Ben. There's something wrong with being Ben. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, as we were saying, <clears throat> yeah, we are, Ben. I love the whatever. way the show handles <laughs> multiple storylines. Yeah. And the storylines are all great. They're great. all interesting. You want to know what's happening with everyone. And they seamlessly kind of like flow from one into the other from one into the other and back and forth and across all storylines where you don't feel like they're focusing too much on one and not the other yeah they just really really do a beautiful job of storytelling and flowing between the different storylines and you have characters who are in the other seasons and not big parts are now bigger parts and you know how Murray. about Mur- yeah that guy makes me laugh i love him this season love him He's and phenomenal. the long-haired guy the pizza delivery dude yeah that guy mm-hmm. is funny as hell because we all knew somebody kind of like he's that. in a couple yeah. of movies and he's great in them i i should have looked him up but he did one movie where he was i want to say maybe in the grand canyon and there was like a bunch of them going and there's a bunch of them going what do you mean by he that? lost like his penis or they something were like that oh, oh. so the europeans funny <laughs> europeans in the grand canyon losing <clears throat> their penises yes that was good yeah. Anyway, and so. Eddie, I didn't like Eddie at ve- the very first beginning of Eddie, and then I kind of fell in love with Eddie when that girl wants to hang out with him and goes through that whole speech and everything. Mm-hmm. That was awesome, and he was just like, "Come on, welcome." That was great, man. I thought that, I don't want to go into any spoilers, but yeah, this is a non-spoiler discussion. Really enjoying it's a progression really of the story I mean, at the end of season three, where Hopper—you don't know if he's alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess the uh, upside down hasn't shut down. It mm-hmm. just manifests itself in a different spot in the, right. in town. So it, the question is, does that evil ever go away? Is mm. Eleven going to be strong enough to fight it? I mean, how are they going to get rid of it? Or is it we'll never going to get rid of they're never going to get rid of it. It's so and, good. Or is it never going to get rid of it? Yeah. That, like Ben would say, that thing with the thing, it's going to get rid of itself. That is real when you got no clue. Ben, <laughs> ben, ben, ben <laughs> can't breathe. <laughs> We're going to continue the show. Ben can't breathe. 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 <laughs> okay, I'm back. So, Pack it uh, up, Ben. Good night. Something happened. Oh, so let's sum so this up, good. Ben. Something happened up. that without talking, I, I couldn't almost breathe. died at night. You couldn't breathe. So, um, <laughs> what I wouldn't so give, good. what I wouldn't give to look over at you now and see your face completely blue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ben had meat in his mouth. <laughs> Everyone knows. Ben was caught with the meat in your mouth. Okay. It's so good that I would watch it again because I was supposed to watch it with my daughter, and uh-huh. I had to tell her, I said, "Listen, I got to watch it for the show. Is it okay if I watch it with her?" She goes, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead." So I would definitely watch it again. I'll probably watch it again with Vicky. You definitely watch so it again. Wasn't good. Dana a big Stranger Things thing? Huge. Yeah. We Is she went still to the into city. It? Yeah. Oh yeah, but sure now that. she has a boyfriend. So oh, how was that? Did oh, you do that? Stranger Things was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. There's another one too. I want to take them to. It's her and her. The strangest thing. Who's really into it? So I really enjoy hanging out with them. So I'm hoping I could take them into the city and do that. Can I go too? Yeah, if you want. Can you bring the other one? <laughs> Putting her to Ariana. Me. I was gonna name names. You're I don't a know. dumbass. <laughs> Pedophile so, or <clears throat> the other thing I want to say about this this particular season, very dark. Yes. yes. Very brutal. Very dark. I think season two was very dark, too, and I didn't like that season that much. Very scary. I was legit mm-hmm. shook watching season four. I you know legit what? was shook. It's funny you said that because the wife was crying when um, Max was at the uh, cemetery. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the incident happened. And right. She was crying. Yeah. And I was like, dude, really? It was very, it was very powerful, and very dark, and fucking scary. Some of the kids That's are really good, really good actors. Yeah. Yes. Max, the girl who she plays her, awesome. she's yeah. a great actress. Meanwhile, Eleven, and she's a newer addition yeah. to the cast last season. Mm-hmm. But Eleven, I don't know. The whole, I don't know. I think she's gotten really good in being a nor- trying to be a normal kid, and she portrays that innocent kind of victim thing very well because it's hard because the way that most of us grow up you go through the bullying you get over it you become stronger and tougher and you can stand up for yourself but she is older and she's getting abused by her classmates and people who are jealous or just you know she she's her character is going through that but as a very child like person that should be I guess more uh, grown up at that yeah, point. Yeah, but she didn't have life. a real exactly. I know, but I'm just saying to you know? to act that part. She grew up in a lab. To act that part where your natural instincts would be to you know defend yourself mm-hmm. or whatever. It's hard to stop right. yourself, but so she I does, think a, she good does job. a great job of that. That's too. where yeah, I was going sure. with that. Okay. I was kind of long winded, but you guys got the point. Kind right? of. Okay. And the other part, special effects. 
Oh, mm-hmm. really good yes. for for a Netflix show. Really good. Yeah, but that Netflix show has brought them in a lot of money, Absolutely. and now they're, re- and they're doing the smart thing, reinvest right. it. That's right. Which we were talking about Netflix, I guess, having a subscriber problem. Is that a different Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, but uh, the 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 villain this season. It looks like Spawn. Fucking frightening, dude! Right? Doesn't he look like Spawn? Yes. It looks like Spawn. I'm like, really? You guys are ripping off Spawn? What the fuck? No, I didn't see that. I saw it. It's pretty obvious. It's not. Yes, that's right, Ben. Bad, that's right. a bad take. No, it's not. But anyway, the special effects amazing. Yeah. The fucking atmosphere when they're in the upside down. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. I mean, it really feels like holy shit. Like this. Well, remember in, this place is really not. Remember good. in the earlier seasons with Donatello, the um, Dustin's pet, whatever yeah. the fuck it was, and they're in the upside down. It was scary, but not like this. This is really fucking yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's the like, use of a light bright. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah, really all good. really good. He didn't see that. I didn't see that. But that's okay. Anyway, and then, you know, I'm enjoying the show to the point where I'm at now. A little like the uh, Russian airplane pilot. He's a little cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that he got his ass kicked. But yeah. that's where I left off. So, And then you got the bad guys in this season. There's always a new crop of bad guys. Before it was Max's brother. What was his name? Billy. Billy. And now the other jock guy who's going after yeah right after well and that's another thing too because they brought up jobs uh, they brought up the whole dungeons and dragons thing and it was people were afraid of it it started yeah yeah. Yeah. so it's interesting because Mm -hmm. we look at it now like it's innocent it's kids role-playing game big deal and it's and it's an old trope but it's Mm -hmm. i like the way they do you know how the kids are being separated and yeah. they're choosing their own paths. I'm gonna. I want to be with the jocks and the cool mm-hmm. kids, you know. And kind of um, turning his back on his core friends that they all started with in the yeah. beginning, of, you know, of the series. But I hate to say this, but it reminds me of it. The kids, they yeah, kind of well, grow apart. They, the one, the kids, mm-hmm. one of them. How many were in it? There were a couple of those they're kids. Like six in every, or eight, something. Like yeah, but there were a couple know. of Stranger Things kids yeah, in it. Exactly, uh, Mike. He was in it. Like it was in it. But all I was trying to say is that that's been done before. You know? Well, it's but, that whole, you know, kids on bicycles solving crimes yeah. and, you know, facing impossible odds, that kind of shit. Yeah. But it's very good, very interesting. The music is good. Right now, I, I have the Stranger Things official playlist, so it's just bouncing from song to song. 80 really songs good. that we haven't I heard in a long time. completely pulled into this show. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, there were a lot of, we talked about <clears throat> The Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Peacemaker yeah. was phenomenal. Um, I thought Moon Knight was really good. Like, we're getting mm-hmm. a lot of good, really good TV shows. <clears throat> and yeah. tonight, so we're recording this on Friday night, mm-hmm. The Boys oh, begins again. I have to watch that. I, didn't, I haven't watched you it. You haven't watched any of it? No. no. And it's, I've heard the story is really you? good. Again, you another comic book shows? based show. Dude, it's great. it's such a different take on the superhero genre. I like the it's take really because I read inventive. about it. Yeah. And like these guys are pricks. Based on a comic book, but yeah. Yeah. They show you 
real people who have superpowers and it's not always a good thing they can be corrupted yes right and how corporations have taken control of these superheroes and not only do they exist in real life but there's movies about them there's merchandise about them so there's a corporation that is now uh, profiting from the popularity of these real life superheroes it's really an interesting take on the superhero genre and um, it's extremely violent and bloody which is really fun and exciting and uh, yeah I can't wait to, to uh, go home and pop on the newest episode of the newest season of the boys which is really good show you guys definitely yeah. should check it out a show that was on hbo a few years ago was um oh shit, I, <laughs> I had it on the tip of my tongue watchman the watchman that was a great show it was a great, great show. show at first the premise was a small town in oklahoma there's a massacre of African-Americans, but it's based on a true story that true happened story in Tulsa. That nobody knows that about. nobody knows about. And it blew me away because that's, uh, I mean, it's shocking that that went on. Nobody ever right. went to prison for any of that stuff. That's right. It's that whole community shocking. was thriving. It was doing great. And then it was wiped out. And because they were doing great is the reason why they exactly. were wiped out. And it just, it's, it's shameful. Um, it's, you know incredible that we didn't know i didn't know about it until this show mm -hmm. what year did it take place the the actual events uh between world war one and two i think it was in the 20s so it was in the there. 20s yeah i don't know the exact year but it was in the 20s yeah because uh, there's a lot of stuff that went into it but it was like a powder keg and they just needed one thing to set it off and what happened was he scrolls in an elevator with this uh african-american guy who was not allowed to use the white's bathroom so he had to go from his place of employment to another building to use a facility so he goes in he's in the elevator with this girl and they say they don't really know what happened but it could have been something as innocent as just a, a bumpy ride and he stepped on her foot and then she screamed out that uh, he attacked her and then he was going to be lynched but they incarcerated him and then there was a big riot afterwards because they wanted to kill him and then some uh, world war one vets african-americans went to you know to protect him basically they didn't want to see him get strung up so they were armed and they went down to the courthouse in tulsa and then a lot of protesters white people came over and protested and you know at first it they disbanded the african-americans went back to their part of town but more and more white people showed up at first it was a couple hundred then it became a couple of thousand and they wanted to kill this guy so what happened was the african-americans defended their part of town and they were armed they went back and that's when the shit hit the fan and <clears throat> people started shooting and then the whites kind of stopped their attack came back the next day guys in airplanes dropping incendiary bombs on these buildings they wiped out people they shot everybody it was it was crazy you know these rioters were deputized by the uh sheriff of uh tulsa and they were allowed to go and do whatever they want so basically they burned down half of the african-american half of tulsa <clears throat> and to this day um nobody's ever been charged there's no they actually put a highway in to that section of town so it would kind of be hidden away all the ugliness that happened there and they hit it with the highway and you know nobody's been paid for their land nobody's been paid for the damages hotels that were really really nice burned to the ground all these people's uh 
money and investments gone. And there's mm. never been any reparations or paying back of anything. No, and until now, I guess the current mayor of Tulsa started some kind of investigation into what happened, trying to, you know, locate the bodies that were buried all over unmarked graves. So it's just a fucking mess. It's sad. It's sad and it and it makes you wonder. But the worst thing is it happened and we didn't know about it. That's right. That's you unbelievable. Know, that to is. Me. But one of the things you think about, like what may have been had those people been allowed to continue mm -hmm. their growth and their, you know, whatever, however successful they were. Yeah, they yeah. were you know, it was the uh they called the Black Wall Street because financially they were doing good. The community was you know, building itself up yeah you know they, they were reinvesting in themselves their small businesses they were successful meanwhile the other people on the other side of town weren't as successful and why because these people were motivated to do well right so what do they want to do they want to keep these people down yeah well before they become too successful mm -hmm. yeah that's the whole disgusting. status quo thing and that's another thing we can talk about really disgusting mm. yeah but really disgusting yes my heart so, goes out to him a lot of great tv but anyway that series was really really it good it was a really good it was series kind of disturbing because not knowing anything about it you see this professor guy this scientist who's catapulting what seems to be clones of his staff he it's like this estate right in the country it looks like england he looks like a fine british gentleman you know well to do well off but he's not and it's just all these appearances of things that look like they're one thing but they're completely different and that's a definite watch show you should see it it's mm -hmm. really well done there's you get angry in it and it's just turns left and right all over the place you know it's really well done so i recommend that one and a very different take <clears throat> on the watchman series which became a movie was a comic book Mm -hmm. um, and the man you're talking about, Ozymandias, um, was in the movie. And now he's, you know, they, they catch up with him many years later when he's older and what they're all doing. And one of the first superheroes, which was a black guy, mm -hmm. you find that out. The protagonist, the protagonist. Yes. Um, her grandfather was this, this one of the first superheroes. Yeah. But I love the way Dan has taken to talk about a completely different series from years ago because he didn't fucking bother to watch yeah, Stranger that's Things. That's not even yeah, We're just late like talking yeah, about yeah, stuff. Right. Right. Dude, no you know sacrifice were... for the show whatsoever. Oh, oh let me, me talk break. about a two-year-old, three-year-old series that nobody Finish, saw. Yeah. But it was that interesting. I really loved, I so I was interested well, okay. in it. Yeah, we call that deflection. <sighs> douche that's kind of like my hat when ben throws fucking chips at me my point, is, <laughs> my point is there's a lot of great tv uh -huh. on tv these days we're getting access to a lot of great shows a lot of people pouring a lot of money into these things and putting out a really great product you know it's hard to keep up with all the great shows people saying you know oh you gotta watch this you gotta watch that yeah who the it's hell overwhelming time? yeah you know so you like what you like and you watch it through so Anyway, the Obi Wan show. I watched the first two episodes. I liked it. Mm -hmm. A lot, of, a couple of things were a little bit like cringe. Like, ah, uh, would that really happen? The third episode, the first half of the third episode, fucking, I couldn't stand it. 
Really? I, I was sitting in my chair going, this is horrible. And then the second half got better because Darth Vader showed up. Oh. And he's snapping people's necks and shit with just nice. the force. Oh, that's cool. Which is awesome. Ben has the force. Mm-hmm. Of a thousand but tornadoes in each sneeze. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> the series is about a young Obi-Wan who is now oh. saving a young Leia who's 10 years old. They put so much effort into trying to make this 10-year-old seem like she would definitely be Leia as a little girl because, mm-hmm. you know, Leia was a general. Wait, 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 she wait, did wait. so many did things in her life. Did she ensure her future greatness? No. no. She didn't? She no. didn't go to Moxie Jones. What a The actress bitch. is not great. Mm. Oh. The, they try to force this idea down your throat that she's already Princess Leia at 10, which she wouldn't be, and she mm-hmm. ain't. She doesn't even know who she is at that she point. She has no idea. But she's now in a very dangerous situation with Obi-Wan, who's trying to rescue her. From being pregnant? And she's making her own decisions, and she's taking charge. It's like, it's like no, she's not taking charge. She's not She's not going to endanger herself and, and this Jedi, who's an adult, who's trying to save her. But they're just making it like she's not now. She's going to talk to these people and... It, it was just really bad. Uh, then they're on a transport in the middle of nowhere for no reason. <clears throat> and she, out of the blue, you knew my mother? He's like, yeah, now they're talking about Padme, right? Mm-hmm. You know my mother? Then she goes, are you my father? Just like out of the blue. And then he goes, I wish I could tell you I was. I'm like, what? Like your what? mom's a hoe. Yeah. Because I wanted to bang your mom. I wish I could tell you I was your father. Like, what does this mean, Obi Wan? What gets are you that saying, all the time. bro? Are you my I father? Think, I haven't seen the episode, but the way I interpret it is like, I wish I could tell you that I am your father, but I'm sorry. Your father is this evil person now. You, Maybe. but you, but you saw my post, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you think it was that? I. That's the way I interpret it. Right I think now. it was like, yeah, I wish I could tell you I was your father. But that now means I banged your mom again. You know. I wasn't. I enjoyed Star Wars, but I wasn't deep into the stories or anything like that. But it now makes a little bit more sense. I'm watching my stories. That's my grandmother. I'm watching my stories. Now it makes a little bit more sense when Leia in the first or the episode that came out in 1977, I think it was. Uh, what is that? Uh, Star Wars Four: A New Hope whatever it was called yes so in there she's just like making that recording that's inside r2d2 and says mm-hmm. you know ben you're our only hope so now i understand how she really had a relationship with obi-wan right so there it is but the the argument is which i'm seeing online which i don't give a shit about when you she know? made that message for R2-D2 to mm-hmm. take to Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. why didn't she say, you saved me when I was 10? Uh-huh. Well, you rescued she... me when I was 10. I don't think... Maybe she forgot. When did he rescue what her? What have you done for me lately? In episode two of Obi-Wan, Ben. Uh, yeah, maybe. He didn't rescue her? Ben, remember uh, yeah, me? but still, you don't... All big nose Kenobi. I don't think that's... <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is they probably had... A... More of a relationship, and that part is just you don't say that anymore. 
No. Oh, I see what you're saying. You, they you know they developed into such a great relationship that she doesn't have to say, well, remember you saved me? Like, like he's going to forget? Except mm-hmm. they didn't. Oh. So shut up. Yeah. Oh, Ben knows Kenobi. Oh, Ben knows everything, Kenobi. <laughs> he knows it all, Kenobi. Oh, bend over, Kenobi. Oh, bend over, yeah. I'll drive, Kenobi. <clears throat> yeah. It just reminds you of my back. I want to have everybody like sign okay. my back. Okay. You've been listening wow. to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. And Ben's weird sign episode my back Episode 33. Right. Right. Stone Cold Steve no Austin episode. Ben reads dirty books to children. <laughs> ben reads from prison. <laughs> ben almost gets to bore us about his Rosie. What were we going to just talk about? His back? On my oh, your back. My, no, I'm Oh, shit. Oh, oh, no, she no one cares, Ben. Put it out there and say whoever wants to sign my back. Put a post on the wall. But, or maybe in message you guys so I don't know and just tattoo my whole back. Ben, you know what's going right, to so so you know what's gonna be on your back? Tell the story from the back. So, what it started was with one of my daughter's friends, Ariana. No names, dude. Yeah, we did first name. You stupid bastard. She knows because she listens to the show. Speak of. Ben, nobody knows who people you speak of. Yeah, well, they listen, so. She's like, I, I want to p- sign your back, and she wants to put on my back. I'm sexy, and I knows it. She, using a knife, she wants to carve that shit. She there. wants to carve that Between shit on my back. Shoulder blades. So then I said, had the idea where everybody signs my back, and you just, whatever you want to put out without me even you approving know or anything, and you just put something, and everybody gets on my back. Mark just said that he's going to print out what you read before all over your back. I'm going to put a map of Hawaii on your back. Ew. <laughs> it would be hey. my jizz. Ew. And then someone's going to trace it and tattoo it there. <laughs> Are you talking about getting tattoos or just yes, people writing tattoos. on your back? Tattoos? tattoos? You're mm-hmm. sick. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you sick little monkey because they're going to be spelling it the wrong yeah. way. Oh no. Take it to the grave. Can you thing. identify the body? Yeah, this fucking... I won't be able to take just off my shirt on. in uh, Disney. Look up tattoo fails. Yeah. I sent you the Freddie Mercury one, right? The they misspelled Freddie Mercury oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. portrait. It's it looks like Freddie Prince. <laughs> it's so bad. No, but listen, when I was in Europe, there was a man who wanted me to sign his body so that he could have a tattoo. Wow. How much did you pay him by the this hour? This was in <laughs> Prison? This was in <laughs> Nemechen. You mad man Founded in the year five. Meanwhile, well, back in the year mm-hmm. five. I could count it on one hand. Mark signs um guys. Thigh. You've been listening to the Drinking with Friends. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the wrong one. <laughs> no, it's the right one because we're so funny. You've been listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast, the Stone Cold Steve Austin sexy edition.
Ben reads sexy, sexy adult. Sexy. Ben reads sexy adult content to children. He's so old and great to the children's children. So please send us your suggestions of your favorite breweries, meaderies, wineries, distilleries, anything, any place that you love. With alcohol. And we will Mm -hmm. go visit and do a show from there, possibly. Nice. Possibly. Or we'll just go there and drink and tell you about it. That's right. We could do that, too. Yeah. Watch Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. Volume 1. Volume 1. Volume 1. And that's all I got. Guys, do you have anything else to say? Uh, no one cares. That's it. No one cares. Ben? No! Ben, if I ever ask you mm-hmm. anything else, Ben, anything. what do you think? Uh-huh. Just it's just so that ready. I can tell you that nobody cares. Okay. You know, really he called Suicide you Hotline. You know, it's the weirdest thing. I used to go read care. to Dana's students and everything like that. And Devin's Dana's students. Dana's students? Oh. <laughs> Dana's was a teacher? <laughs> Classmates. And that was a lot of fun because I would read in different languages. And they were like, what is he saying? I you were trying to speak English. I thought you told me everybody here knew how to speak German. I was just making stuff up. I was doing <laughs> Japanese. It was just hysterical. I was like, what? Dana, you told me everybody here spoke Japanese. No, I didn't. I said, why? And all the kids would laugh. We had a lot of fun. Like yeah, this. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> For the third fucking time, you've been listening to the Drinking With Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. We love you all. Thanks for listening. We really do love you all. We do. And some of you more than others. Mm -hmm. On an individual basis. Dan has COVID. Had. Had. (laughs) It'll be interesting when Ben pops up with COVID part five.